Hey, 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 it's Thursday. It's Thursday. And it's your girl, Wilson A. And it is time, 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 time to get into it. Into it. Y'all hear me? Okay. So while we're getting into it, I am running something today. And it is called Guess That Tune, just to get us warmed up as we get everybody in and the guest in um is that Dijon Dijon our guest let me see if we can add you in here hun to so are you on Dijon yes I'm here okay Dijon is on guys we're getting complete stuff Dijon we got a game we like to play called name that tune <laughs> We're getting ready to go to name that tune and actually it'll take us into commercial and we're going to prepare on our, our online, online visual because see, people don't even know what podcast is no more. Podcast is really, it's it's blog talk, but everybody want to see you. You know what I'm saying, DJ? Mm-hmm. Everybody want to see you. So I'm going to come back after this and then introduce you as our special guest, but we are going to see if you can name that tune after the song passes. Guys, take down what you think this tune is because I want to know if y'all know what this is. Some of y'all going to think it's going to be lyrics. Some of you guys are like, I know that song. But I don't know if y'all would know the correct name for it. Uh, and for everybody that's not in Georgia, we got a little bit of bad weather. So bear with us. Things are going in and out, in and out. Okay. Let's see. Watch all the young people gonna notice right away. And here we go. We'll be right back after name your tune. controversy about if that song is going to go uh i haven't seen anybody say they know what it is uh dijon do you know what that song is 
Um, I believe so. Actually, that's my first time hearing it, but I think it's called hot shit. <laughs> yeah, she says a proper hot shit. <laughs> right. So it's been real controversial because we know Cardi B is hot with it. She's got two of the hottest artists on the Kanye West, okay, of course. And uh and Lil Dirk. And so people have really been voicing how they feel about it. And people have been saying like they're not feeling it. Um really? Yeah, what you think about that? Um, I wonder why, dude. Like, what what is going on? It seems like an okay song. That's what I'm saying. Um, people are saying it's like old. It got an old feel. It's not like relevant to what's going on. Um, people want to give Cardi B her love, but when it come to like uh, when it come to to the whole the actual whole project. People just like, mm, not feeling it. Really? Yeah, I know it's surprising, huh? It is surprising, for sure. <laughs> it's not yeah. a bad song. I like it. I, yeah. I, I actually like it. I don't know. People be tripping. <laughs> they do. Everybody. But, yeah. Yeah, everybody got something to say, huh? Mm-hmm. All the time. So, well, it is Thursday. This is our show. And if you guys don't um, normally tune in, welcome, welcome, welcome. My eyelashes is on fleet. DJ, you can't, and excuse me, I know Dijon kind of good, guys. So I'll introduce you to properly way. I'm trying to wait till we get on our visuals. Uh, so I may call her DG, but I'm going to introduce her as a whole. Dijon, if you want to jump on uh, visual as well, if you can, you can. Um we are on the Wilson A, but they can also hear you. Um, so it is fine. You can stay on a podcast platform. My um, eyelashes look like eagles right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, it's Thursday. If you guys don't know, it is a podcast that is geared toward entrepreneurship um, and people who are looking to shift their life into an intentional purpose. Like, Sometimes we just live life. Um, we just live in it like whatever comes, comes. And sometimes we are very intentional about how we spend our time. We're very intentional about the people in our life. We're very intentional about uh, what we speak into our life. It's really hard to live an intentional life, but this podcast supports that. So it's a lot of inspirational talk. Um, but there is also a lot of talk about hot topics, um, a, lot of, a lot of talk about entrepreneurship, the struggles, the the things we wish and we dream for and that we work for. Um, and today we have an entrepreneur on with us, Dijon Bone. She is the CEO and the founder of Deity Medical Uniform. So everybody give it up for her. Give it up. Thank you. They clapping, Dijon. You hear that clap? <laughs> yes. Thank you. So listen. Thank Oh, they clapped for you, girl. She said thank y'all. She said thank y'all. They don't want to stop them. <laughs> they, they said they ain't stopping no matter what. Okay. Well, I agree. So, Dijon, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hello? Yes, can you hear me? 
Okay, yes, uh, you went out for a second. I can hear you. Um, so I am currently a nurse. I'm an LPN. Um, I have been a nurse since 2017. Um, I've done a lot of different things in nursing. Um, I've done um let's see i've done mental health chemical dependency i have done nursing home um i have worked with the developmentally disabled so i have done a lot um now currently i just started doing home care nursing um and it's been about maybe about a month or so a month and a half that i've been doing home care nursing which is um different but i do i do like it um a couple of years back, I decided that I wanted to start my own uniform business. Um, so I I knew I wanted to sell uniforms. I just didn't know what kind and things like that. Um, so I thought about it and thought about it. And then I ended up thinking, hmm, maybe I should sell um, high-waisted uniforms. Um, so that's where DAT Medical Uniform came about. Um, currently, um, business is okay. It's going. Um, I'm super excited to continue, you know, the journey and just get more uniforms out there, different styles and things like that. Um, so yeah, entrepreneurship has definitely been a journey thus far. <laughs> People don't even understand, do they? they even. Yeah, it's definitely been a journey. And, um, you know, every day is a learning experience and a process, but you just got to, you know, keep going. You know, so yeah, that's a little bit about me. So you specifically said high waisted. Um, is was the high waist kind of the thing that? Why did you say that? Like, is that your? Is that was what kind of geared you towards wanting to do something different in the uniform world, in the scrub world? Yes, for sure. Um, I like high waisted anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's just so cute um, and flattering, you know, especially, you know, sometimes you want something like to keep us women snatched and things like that. <laughs> and right. I think that um, high waisted clothing can definitely do that. So that's where I was like, hmm, maybe that's what I should do. Um, as far as, you know, uniforms, because sometimes, you know, nursing scrubs and medical uniforms, they can be a little boring. Um, but I think that the high waist gives it a little edge, a little fashion. So that's kind of where I was going with that. Okay. So where can people, where can people, uh, find, you know, deity and medical uniforms um we do have a website it is www.deitymedicaluniforms.com um and you can purchase there we currently have two color selections we have seal blue um and then we also have black we go from sizes extra small to extra large um and yes, you can go shop there. They are currently, you can either buy a top and a bottom or you can buy them separately if you like. Um, they go for, as a set, $79.98. And then the top is, I believe, I can't think for some reason off the top of my head. I want to say like $33.99. Um, okay. 
then the bot the bottom is $43.99. So yeah, you can head over to www.dotmedicaluniforms.com if you would like to take a look or make a purchase, either one. <laughs> okay. Uh, so let me ask you about your journey. So you talked a little bit about the high waist and, and kind of what motivated you. Um, but let me ask you about the journey on actually doing it. So for um, a lot of entrepreneurs or people looking to get into the business of entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. they, um, they, you know, we talk about it, but you, we never talk about that journey, you know, like in the beginning when you were thinking, how did you decide, hey, this is, uh, this is going to be, I'm going to specifically do uh, scrubs how did you, what, what made you decide that was going to be your business? Okay. So, oh gosh. So let's say, um, it was, when did I think? So it, it was about 2017, 2018. Um, after I became a nurse and I had my baby, um, I decided that I wanted to start my own business. So at first, um, I thought maybe I wanted to sell handbags just because I, I love a good handbag. Um, <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> I love a good handbag. So I thought, okay, maybe I could do that. But then I started to think, well, I wanted to sell something that, was more relatable to myself so i was like hmm maybe i should do uniforms or nursing scrubs um so then that's where i kind of got the idea i have like brainstormed and brainstormed for a very long time i started with a bunch of different names (laughs) um yeah like i started with a bunch of different names um trying to find a vendor to even you know begin to sell the uniforms has been um a journey um and then it took me a while it took me a while i didn't think to even start to sell um high-waisted uniforms until i want to say like maybe a year or two ago i was thinking "Hmm." yeah i'm like oh that would be pretty dope you know like that would be a dope idea um and then i started to see that they came out um they were starting to come out with them as well um to like you know other companies and things like that but yeah that's kind of where it came from it's really originated with handbags but then i was like hmm, no maybe i should do something a little different (laughs) okay so when you think about your scrub so if you guys haven't been to the site, um, for those of you who are listening on Podbean um, and all of the online satellite bases, if you can go to the site, they're very cute scrubs. They're not your original scrubs. I know I know a lot of people that get into the scrub business um, and their goal is to really make, you know, things with designs, which are always really cute. You know, they want to make cartoon. They want to make things like that. But your scrubs. Where it's different, I've not seen any like it, none like this. You have like a little V neck, and if you guys watch the edited version of this back, we're gonna show a picture of it. But if you go to Deity Medical uh, uh, right now, you'll see it has like a V neck, a little cut right there, make it a little sexy to me. And they high waisted, they got some. You know how us girls, we like our pockets, and of course, because these are scrubs for the medical and for the beauty um, department, and for a lot of people nowadays that wear scrubs. I love the fact that it has so many pockets and they're a little sexy, but how did you come up with that design um, that you were going to do a design that different? And that's my first question. And my second question is, and is that uniform something that people, that nurses and LPNs and CNAs, can they wear that? 
Um, I came up with the design by a lot of research. Um, just looking to see like what the current styles are and you know what's trending um and things like that. And yes, you can um wear it as a nurse. Um, and I tried to make sure that it was geared towards that, like even with the opening of the chest, um, it's definitely not revealing to the point where right. you're like, you know, like it's still a little conservative. Um, so that's a plus as well. And like you said, it's definitely cute if you want, like if you work in like the beauty business. So maybe you're an esthetician or a nail tech um, and things like that. I think it definitely gives you a little edge, um, you know, and not so boring or... <laughs> right, right, definitely. Like <laughs> definitely. So, um... Yes, yes. Yeah, so we got to give it up, y'all. Let's. Yes. You hear that cheering, Dijon? <laughs> Thank you. When they, when they, I tell you, when they start cheering, they don't stop. <laughs> okay. Okay, guys. Okay. 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 Calm down. They is really all on you, Dijon. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, well, look, um, today's show is titled Against All Odds, The Power of Self-Will. And so um, I think when people think about against all odds, you think sometimes boxing or you think, you know, um, the worst scenario um, you are, you just, you're really thinking like wh what people cannot do, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then the power of self-will is because against all odds, sometimes you have to depend on you. Um, and I, I mentioned this in the podcast last week about hearing 50 Cent say something about his, he willed himself. But since then, I've been seeing people like Jim Carrey um, talk about self-will. And of course, again, guys, y'all know I practice the law of attraction. So of course, again, that fits into that whole law of attraction, self-will. But Dijon, one of the things that... Um, to me is a is is a big deal is everybody has a story and I, and I love stories and everybody has a story um but a lot of times people will they'll tell that that part of the struggle part of the story and a lot they'll miss that little ingredients that is relatable to everybody in their mind frame of where you were when you pushed against all odds um they'll say yeah I, I was homeless or they'll say hey I was on drugs or they'll say hey you know, we was losing our house. Um, and then they'll go on saying what we did and you'll hear about, excuse me, you'll hear about how they did it. But self-will is an inter thing. And can you remember during the process of you opening up and even possibly now when it just seemed like you wanted to give up or you, or you didn't have what it took to even begin this when it would seem so impossible to you? Can you talk about a little bit about how you took an impossible situation and decided you were still going to push through and do it? Honestly, I feel like that has been um, my entire journey of this. <laughs> when I came up with the idea, oh my goodness, it was what, um, about five years ago. And it back then, it just seemed so impossible and um, so far. But honestly, I will say that I just, you know, continue to pray and do research and just 
not give up. You can't give up even when it gets hard or even when you think like, no, this isn't possible. You just have to keep going and you have to find different ways and, you know, kind of get creative and just do lots and lots of research. But you just you just don't want to give up. I think that's really a big thing when it comes to entrepreneurship. So self-willing yourself, when you say don't give up, what were some of the things that you felt that you had to keep saying to yourself, well, what was that drive, that inner drive that you had to, like you said, to continue to do research when you didn't know where the money was coming from, to continue to push when you didn't know, hey, I don't know what tomorrow going to look like, or I got bills here, but I'm trying to do this. What was what was that inner voice or the inner thing that drove you to do that? Um, Honestly, it would just have to be, it would have to be my baby. Um, Just, mm. you know. Yeah, like that. He's motivation for me. Just you want to I want to give him a better life. And I know that even right now, like even if business isn't as good as I would like it to be, I know that not giving up in the future, it could be everything and more that I would want it to be. So just that not giving up because I have to take care of him and, you know, just that whole area and aspect is what keeps me going honestly <laughs> and that's true our kids are our motivation at times so that's very yeah. true um yeah. against our eyes for some of you guys um that uh, that's on you can get on Podbean and join us um inside of Podbean and leave messages and comments um you can get on because of the weather here for some reason instagram is acting up so i went to actual ebony stevens page um but you can get on and 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 view us there. Dijon, I don't know if the happy people want to see your face, but you can join us on Ebony Stevens and ask to join. I will join you if you want to show your visual. I'm, I'm thinking I can see the dots going up so they can hear you well. Um, for me, when I think about against all odds, I think a lot of times people, when you see people in business, today people look at materialistic thing and they just think money is easy to come mm -hmm. um and they are not really they see you put your site up they see you on social media they see your clothes or your scrubs in your case yeah. they yeah. see whatever you're doing and they just think oh hell, everything is good and i think um realistically even entrepreneurs that are new in the business, when they see other people, they just think that it must, it, they, they got it going on. What's the secret? And the secret is exactly what they're doing. Um, that will, uh, I'm not a person with a large, large ego, I like to say, um, but I have a certain amount of confidence in the things that I decide to try to do. Um, mm -hmm. And I was listening to Kanye and 50 almost say the same thing that you got to have an ego. You got to have this type of confidence that irritates people um, because that is the will. You have to will yourself into a situation that um, you could never imagine yourself being in. Um, and it's got to be against all odds. You know, you hear about people that grow up and for an example, you know, I'm not a big Dwayne Wade fan no more, but I, I was at one point because I had read his life story as a kid. Um, and he lived with his mother before his mother got off drugs and they were doing bad, him and his sister, and they he would go to school with holes in his shoes. Um, you know, and his sister pretty much was taking care of him because his mom was on drugs at the time. And and you gotta think about the mindset of a person that every day and looks out the window and as a kid 
and sees nothing for themselves, you know, and, 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 and we all been to a place where as a kid that we didn't know what our future was going to be um, based off the circumstance that we were in. But when you think about how, how statistically people look at people that come from um, the projects or come from nothing or come from no money, yeah. you think, let's just hope them babies get a GED. <laughs> Yeah. Or let's just hope them babies graduate from high school. Right. Um, and when you look and you look at, okay, well, mama didn't graduate high school. Daddy didn't graduate high school. Uh, mama didn't go to college. Daddy didn't go to college. You know, you start looking and saying, well, why do I got to, you know? And then right. things happen. If you teenager, you get pregnant or you get your girlfriend pregnant. And then, you know, you're doing things you shouldn't be doing. You may be hustling a little bit. Um, and then you get into situations where a lot of our young men, they go to jail over silly stuff. Some of our women, you get into a fight with your baby daddy, other baby mama. And then you get, you know, you catch a charge. And then before you know it, things start tumbling in a, in a direction and it makes you feel like you can't do anything. You know, um, you got, you have women out here now. And I speak a lot to women, and even though this show is for everybody, but I speak a lot to women. A lot of times we have women and they'll have baby daddies and they may have three or four it's nothing it's nothing wrong with that we love our babies but people will put uh they will put a value on a person with more than one baby daddy um and what i want people to know against all odds uh and Dijon, if you can i want you to stay on but if you can um i don't know if you can mute the phone or me because i can hear it through here um i want you to stay on on us uh, Facebook, but I can hear it through the mic. And so um, people will go ahead and say things like, you know, they're not going to make it, but against all odds, baby, it don't matter how many baby daddies you got. It don't matter how long you stayed on welfare. It don't matter uh, how many charges you done caught. It don't matter where you come from. It don't matter against all odds. You have to know that you can do anything you put your mind to. It's a self-will game. And it doesn't matter. A lot of times we're hunted by our past. We could be in an okay situation, but and we could be doing okay and have a couple of things that make us look good, but we still keep thinking back to where we come from. So now we can't even move forward. Dijon, do you, do you kind of understand what I'm talking about? And guys, I asked her to mute it, but she'll be back yes. on. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, it's... it's it's a mindset situation, um, definitely. And I, and so, like for for um, people who have surrounding support, so you have people that support you. So you may have, um, you don't. You might have people that could help you out of your situation, um, who are supporting you while you're in that situation. And then you got other people looking at you and they think, oh, they got it good. They got so and so. To help them they got this or or i hate when other women i hate when single women talk about women with husbands because baby i've been a single baby mama and i've been a, um i've been i'm a uh what an ex-wife and i'm a wife and i don't i don't walk in some different shoes and so i i hate when i hear women single women say well you married i mean what that got to do what that mean because i'm married did it say my husband said he was gonna pay my business bills he paying the house bills i mean what do that got to do with my my self-will to be something more for myself um and i i i always question women who think other women who have a husband or a man in their life that means that that man has created a will inside them having 
A man in your life is a great thing if you have it. But that is not the reason you wake up in the morning, baby. That ain't the reason that you decide you want to be who you want to be. You should already be planning who you want to be before you get with somebody. Unfortunately, that's not always the way it goes. But I think that as a, as a human being, another person can't complete you in regards to who you want to be as an individual in the world. What do you think about that, Dijon? I definitely agree with that. Um, you shouldn't depend on another person to get you where you would like to be or where you would need to be um, in life. I think that it's unfortunate that some people um, look down on people who have support. I mean, especially in this day and age, I think that we all need a little bit of support. <laughs> <laughs> so right, right, I think, right. yeah, I think it's kind of silly when people, you know, say, oh, well, she got this or they help her with that. No, that's okay. Like that, that is okay. You all, we all need some type of support. Um, so yeah, I totally agree. A hundred percent. That's just silly. <laughs> it is. It really is. Um, and I think that you have to remember that your self will that will is when the lights is cut off. And I don't know, everybody haven't been to a place where um, I'm not trying to share nobody business, but I remember when I was young, I thought, okay, I didn't, I got my uh, GED. I done graduated from this school, YCA. I'm about to go on down here and move. I'm going to go to Savannah State. I remember I was thinking that, right? And I moved down with somebody who helped me through YCA. And, I, and I'm not telling her story. Her story is hers to tell. But I remember we were going through some tribulations there. I had been through tribulations already before. But I, I will say one of the reasons that she motivated me. I don't even know if I ever told her. I'm, I'm going to tell her because I'm getting ready to go to a party for her um, this month. But things were going on with us. She Her lights would go out. And and then, you know, we all was working. And we'll try to put, you know, put in so the lights can stay on. And, um, you know, it would be days it would be real hard. Maybe not no food. I had been through things like that already. But, you know, without her, but watching another adult that got up every morning like it wasn't anything and went and still had to process life and come back and put the money where it needed to go and still continue to live life was motivation. It taught me that nothing changes just because you are having a, a situation. Nothing's changing just because you're going through at this moment. You still have to get up every day. And so watching her still calmly do it. I know she was hurting inside. I know things was going on, but she continued to live her life, continued to go because she couldn't do anything but get the money to put it where it needed to be at. I thought that was such a strength. She willed herself to say that I still have to go on every day. You know, I still got to go on. And she had dreams and ambitions. I mean, she helped so many people. But to watch a person who you thought was a hero go through some, some people would say watching her go through that, oh, she's not a hero. It made me feel like she was more of a hero because I watched in real time how she made sure things still happened. We still had food. I wasn't her child, but she still provided for me. I still had a room. I still had a roof. Them lights to come back on, that phone to get back on. And it's just something empowering when you can find strength within yourself because a lot of times we look for strength in other people. And so when other people can't be strong for themselves and for us, then we just discard with them. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, okay, they can't do what I need them to do. But you're not thinking about how you have to will yourself up. That person is trying to stand their self up every day. Um, Dijon, in, in the process of your business or any time in life as a, as a single parent, have you ever found where you were looking for strength and you had to realize you had to dig deep in yourself for that strength? 
Yes. Um, and that is definitely something as a single mother, um, as a new entrepreneur that I constantly have to remind myself or, you know, just keeping that willpower to want to continue forward because every day is not a good day. Um, every day, you know, is different and we all have our different struggles. Um, I know I do for sure, especially as a single mother. So yes, you just gotta pray. <laughs> I right. try to, really yeah. yeah, you just gotta pray and know that those hard times will pass. Um, even when you feel like they won't or even when you feel like oh my gosh like when is it gonna end it will end it definitely will end but you just gotta stick it out and you know keep on pushing through i um i don't know i don't know if uh you guys uh are familiar with you know um a term when they say like you know you, you're grasping for straws. And so I, it was a lady when I was younger. And so a lot of people, so I, I always want to say thanks because a lot of people helped in my, my, um, growing up. Like I, I was out there, I was out there searching. I don't know what I was searching for, but I was out there. Um, and I, I ran away from home a lot. I left home. I was out there a lot, you know, and I remember, um, I had left home and was hadn't went back for a long time. I was gone for a minute. And um and I decided, you know, I had separated myself even from the street folk that I was I was with. I separated myself from them. And when you get, you know, I had separated myself from the good folk. Then I got I had a street family, I call them, and I got tired of the life I was living within there and I wanted to ex just to escape. And I found myself, you know, um over on Cleveland Avenue. Um actually I found myself uh downtown but i made my way to cleveland avenue and this lady took me into her house and and i she had absolutely nothing right she was taking care of another woman and her two children and then here i come a teenager um she lived in in a, a house that should have been torn down um and there was clothes all over and everything but she had a lot of love to give and i never got the story about why she had so much love to give and she she took made sure we had to go to church that was the only requirement you know i was used to going to church that's what i did that's where i grew up at so that was not a problem um and she would make sure we ate and and i would go and come as i wanted to come and she never had a problem with it but she was a praying woman and i always i was always she never had a lot we was like it wasn't no food in the refrigerator but we was gonna eat she never had really nothing but she opened her house up to these strangers that she didn't know where we came from or what we did and i just remember thinking she used to say, baby, life is like grasping for straws. And I'm like, what do that mean? I don't know what that means. And it's like, in life, you are just going through trying to accomplish things. You don't know if you're going to ever really accomplish them, but you keep, you you get focused and you just try to accomplish them. And I got what she was saying. You grasping and you may get lucky and get a couple of straws. And in life, you can be intentional and focused and, and you may get lucky. And sometimes we get really upset because we've organized our lives to do and to be a certain way. And then we don't get the things we want. You know, and sometimes we always find a way we have to change things to get there. But I always thought it was interesting. As I got older, I realized what she meant. No matter what you do in life, you got to keep just doing, like you said, Dijon, you got to pray and just keep going and, and being consistent. But it's like grasping for straws. You may get one, you may not, but you don't stop, you know. Um, and it's against all odds. This lady had nothing, 
nothing but the little little bit that she had she offered to me and this other woman and her children um and i was thinking over my family i came from a family at that time my my dad's family was doing well well much much better than her and i began to think like i was being selfish i my grandparents were in Alabama. They would send for me sometimes. They didn't know where I was really living. I, well, I think my grandmama did, but she just wanted to make sure I was safe. And she pretended she didn't know. And I would go and I would feel guilty sometimes because my grandparents, they lived in a better situation. And here I am mad at the world and I come back here, you know. Um, and so it's just interesting that whatever her life story was prior to her meeting me and me meeting her, she was fighting something and she survived it. And sometimes I think we sometimes as people, we look at what the end result is, should be, what we want our result to be. And we want it right now. And and when we have to go through struggles and tribulations, we don't feel like it's fair. Because you hear everybody talking about how stuff ain't fair. How do you know it's fair? What's not fair? You know, you hear stuff and, you know, and at the end of the day, it's baby, you got to fight against all odds. Sometimes fighting is staying in the fight. Sometimes fighting is you may not even punch nobody in the face. You miss that person five times, but you in the fight, you still standing, you breathing. You go back to your corner, you get a sip of water and you do it all over again. And the rounds is going and the rounds is going, but you're not falling down. Um, and, and sometimes that's what against all odds, you stay in the fight. The will, the self-will that you have is what pushes you. Um, I think entrepreneurship, period, is is just like that. I think that especially when you're a person and you take funds, um, you know, that you have to work off your funds, I think it's hard. I, I know a lot of folk that get upset because they don't know where other people's money come from and they feel like they, they think like they're the only people struggling in the world. Dijon, um, when you decide to open your company, did you get a, a loan or did you... Um, put money aside or, or did somebody invest in your business? Um, I actually put all my own money into my business. Um, and that is definitely not for the week. <laughs> <laughs> right? Talk oh. about it. <laughs> it's not, it's not for the week at all because, um, running any business is is expensive and especially with me I sell clothes so you have to find a manufacturer and you know you have to pay for designs or you know like you got to find a designer so I definitely have had my share of you know struggles when it comes to finances as far as my business but I just try to any little extra money that I would get I would put towards um, my business um, any little you know working putting money to the side all of that so yeah it is definitely definitely not for the week <laughs> it definitely isn't i noticed that in today's time people so this is no this is not uh please people don't take this because everybody takes stuff so so personal but i noticed in today's time there is a shift of people who you don't know how people got their money you don't want to pay to go to their class you don't want to um, try to get an understanding of how to do certain things, but you have the right to be jealous and upset and judgmental. A lot of people will, well, I wonder how they're getting their money. Well, how's they doing their money? And I, I think as an entrepreneur, we have so many nowadays that everybody is getting money different types of ways. And, you know, there is a, there is people who uh, get a government assistant to be able to live, you know, and they, they, you know, you get your money to take care of yourself from the government, you do things. And I, and I think it's a trick of the mind sometimes, because sometimes 
say that you have somebody just giving you money and you didn't have to earn it. And I see a lot of people who think there is like grants just falling out the sky or they think that it's just money just somewhere waiting for them or because they're they're used to taking the government money, flipping it. And ain't nothing wrong with flipping it, baby. Flip whatever you got to flip. But they're used to scamming to get somebody. And when I mean scamming, I'm not talking about like illegal scamming, but always saying they need faking paperwork. I only got this. I never did to get some income coming in. And I'm not not so I'm not knocking folk to need money. Don't believe me. I'm not. What I'm saying is that sometimes when you get into a business and you're looking for your money to come that way, it can be challenging. And I always try to tell people, if you start your business with your money, which that, that's chat, like Dijon said, it's not for the week. But when you are looking always for your business to be uh, paid for through somebody else, it's just not a reality. And so I hear a lot of people, they were like, well, so-and-so gave me this. Yes, you can get grants. There's things out there, but that don't fall out the sky. You got to do the research, search. You have to know where it doesn't fall out the sky. Um, if you get five or $6,000 a month to take care of your kids and you putting 4,000 of that into your business, that means you're taking some away from your children. If you selling all your stamps so you can, that means you're taking, I understand the word flip, but you got to be real about this. You got that because you needed it. And then, so it's, so it's, it's a struggle in between that world. So then sometimes people will get upset because they're taking this money, flipping it. It's the same thing like Dijon. If you taking your hard earned job money, putting it to the side, saving it, trying to come back, you want to make sure you got enough to take care of your family, but at the same time, build your business. There's a shift of people who are trying to survive and we are going at each other in this jealousy, jealousy world of like, somebody got it easy. Nobody got it easy. It is, Dijon said it the best, you know, it is not for the week when you put your own money into it, but you cannot think in this business, just because maybe you have been used to the government giving you some checks that they just going to give you a check for your business. That's just not going to happen. It takes a lot of work. You can get grants. You can get things that I would talk to a wonderful lady yet a couple of days ago, who's looking for a grant. She going to get it because there's grants out there for what she does, but it's not going to fall out the sky. People are not just going to invest in your business because you got a good business ideal. Uh, and people are not going to invest in your business if they got, you know, stuff that they're doing. You know, you got to get out here and put some skin in the game and and you have to get your own rock bottom. Um, in today's world, everybody want to do what everybody else doing. I got some I got some things going on with some folk and somebody sent me some stuff and they and in there said they did everything we did. When that started, it's like you've got to be willing to to have your own story and not walk somebody else's story. Um, you've got to be able to, and that, and that takes a lot of confidence, the type of confidence that make people that don't like you. You know, the funny thing about when you have confidence and when you have an ego, a lot of people show that confidence out in, in front of folk, but inside it ain't always like that. Dijon, do you ever find yourself putting on a happy face or pushing forward for your business and for your baby, but sometimes you're not always feeling like that? Yes. I definitely, definitely know um, what that is like. Um, 
And honestly, like you said, people, they just, they think, you know, everything is just so easy. But, you know, in order to keep going, sometimes you just have to make it look easy. Even when you don't want to get up and get out the bed, (laughs) you know, like, you know, not every day do I want to wake up and be like, hey, how are you? You know, (laughs) but you just have to because you, you can't give up. You just can't stop. Like you just. So, yes, I definitely know what that is like for sure for you sure. can't give up you cannot think other people are going to fund your business you can't hate the girl down the road who looked like she got it going on with her business just because you don't look like her because you don't know what her struggle is against all odds today's show talking about against all odds is you doing everything you can in your power you coming up with a plan now i, I am a person that done sacrificed a lot for my business but a lot of times people don't even know that you know And people don't even know that they look at the smile, they look at the nails, they look at stuff and they think, oh, but I have sacrificed huge for my business. So that's why I don't pay attention to folk that want to that think certain things because they have no ideal. And entrepreneurs, we crazy like that. That's what we do. We'll take two hundred thousand dollars and invest it in something and don't have a dime left of it and then get twenty thousand dollars and invest it in the other thing because we're looking at down the road. We're looking at down the road. So a lot of times entrepreneurs not always li- living off liquid assets. <laughs> we look at living off those investments, waiting for them to come back, waiting for those seeds to blossom so that we can get back our investment off of those things. And sometimes they don't always blossom. They don't always grow. So you're not getting it back. And so that's when you have to know what you made out of that's when you have to dig deep inside yourself and find that self-will that's when you have to say i don't care i got a waitress and i still got a business i don't care i gotta drive the uber i don't care i don't care Uh, people don't want to do that because everybody is so so everybody's a millionaire nowadays nobody doing bad everybody doing good everybody and it's not to say that you gotta always share your business and your struggle it helps a lot for us not to always put the pressure on somebody to think, oh, yeah, I see you doing good. You know, you know, it, it helps a lot to just um, to actually, if we're going to patronize each other, patronize each other. You know, I had a couple calls today uh, at business and at, at, at my job that was making me a little upset. Um, and I had to calm down because for a long time, I think folk that you do business with, they want to get to know you. And then they want to ask why you got certain things on fees and why you got other things on fees and life is not like I can give you something because you like me. And I don't care if you stop liking me because I, I can't give you free stuff. And I'm sorry if you got to pay for certain things, but I got to pay for them too. So why do I need to give it to you for free? You know, it is just, it's crazy to me. If you get into entrepreneurship, please study entrepreneurship, study what you're doing, study your industry, study business. And I'm not talking about you got to go get a college degree, but open up some books, Google some different things, because the amount of people that call themselves entrepreneurs and they have the nerve to call other people and ask some questions that's most basic one on one in business means that you're not an entrepreneur yet. It means that you're interested in pursuing it and you need to study some more um, because you have to go against odds for yourself. Other folk cannot make sacrifices for your business in the midst of them building their business. And I hear so much ignorant talk. People will gang up on you, stop liking you, get together and be be trying to come against you and then still be mad because you're shining because you're only shining in their eyes because they're not doing things for themselves. You over here thinking you're doing absolutely bad. You over here not even want to wake up like these. I said, out of bed. And these other people think you are just Oprah the second because they're, you're shining in their eyes because you're doing the work. And sometimes you have to do the night. Sometimes you got to do the work. 
you got to allow yourself to hit rock bottom. Sometimes you got to figure out how you're going to get yourself out of a situation. Um, Dijon, I think your story is amazing because a lot of times in today's world, people look down on having a regular J-O-B, okay? Everybody's an entrepreneur. They don't want to have a J-O-B. And I think the fact that you are creating scrubs, but at the same time, still in the nursing business, and you talked to us about the different jobs you held that's funding your business, it speaks to jobs are not the enemy, guys. Um, if we all out here struggling doing entrepreneurship, how is we going to get our food at the restaurant, okay? If we all out here, who going to come up? And be the plumber. I'm talking about, I mean, I want to know, okay? So, Dijon, what do you feel about having a job and still being an entrepreneur? How do you feel about that? Um, I want to go back a little bit on um, what you were just talking about. And I think that a lot of times people don't want to take the risk of um, entrepreneurship, if that makes Talk sense. Like, yes. it is yes. definitely a risk that you take every day you're not going to make a sale. Like I don't, I'm not going to wake up today and make, I would love to wake up today and sell a hundred scrubs, but that's not really realistic. And I think that people get so caught up in social media and the instant gratification that they think is happening for other entrepreneurs. You know, maybe today someone could go on TikTok and blow up and make a hundred sales and one, maybe someone else didn't, but that doesn't mean that it won't happen for you um so yeah i think that that's definitely a big you know a big issue that we face nowadays um and i personally in my perfect world i do not want to work a nine to five (laughs) right right but realistically i'm not there yet as an entrepreneur as a businesswoman i have not made it to that point where i can say okay i don't want to work a nine to five anymore because you still have to take care of your family you still have to make sure that you have food on the table lights going you know gas everything like that So it's okay to have a nine to five. It is okay to wake up and go to work every day. It's okay to get up and do Uber or do Instacart. I've done done it all. I do Instacart. I've done DoorDash. Like you just have to, you have to do what you have to do because at the end of the day, no one's going to do it for you. You know, like you have to be, you have to be willing to put in the work to see the the best or end result that you want to see. So I definitely know about that. Um, I would like to say in five years, I won't be working a nine to five, but you just don't know, you know, (laughs) you just don't know. And I need like, well, I need, I would like for people to know like that is okay. That is definitely okay it is okay to have a nine to five (laughs) right you know um one of the things that i noticed right off because for me um coming from my father's side being in a lot of entrepreneurs i i got to see some things close up in regards to what that looks like down the road because i think in this world you know beyonce just dropped her her house song that i like and she talk about quitting your job and stuff. And people are like, hey, I knew I was going to quit my job. And, I, and I, I think it's good if you can. But in this world, I realized as I was growing up, I was saying like, okay, what happens at the end of your exciting days? Like what happens when you're not 25 no more? Like what happens when you're not 40? Um, how about when you get 65 and you're an entrepreneur? Um, if you don't grow to the corporate type funding, you know, yes, it's easy to get millions of dollars quicker now in today's world. It's easier, okay, because we have social media. We see some 
um, people blowing up in money wise, but that's not always keeping money. And I know for a fact, okay? So million dollars on tomorrow don't mean you'll have it on that Friday, on Friday, okay? It's just a fact, it's just a fact, right? Um, it's easy to get money. It's hard to keep it. Okay. That's, that's, that's a fact. And some people may say it's hard to get it. Once you figure the formula out to get money, it won't be hard to get it, but it's very hard to figure the formula out on how to keep it because you have to constantly spend it. And I saw growing up that as age time goes up, what is your plan? Um, because if you fall ill as an entrepreneur, what does that mean for you? Um, you know, what's your insurance plan look like? What does that mean for your children? Does your legacy die if you get ill at 45? You know, um, a lot of things people don't look at that sometimes your job provides. Sometimes people, you know, I'm heavily into the government contract thing. Sometimes you keep them government contracts so you can have some things. You tie in some of those 401s to those contracts. You ask for that stuff if you know how to negotiate. Um, people don't always think about the end result. A lot of people are buying into insurance now because they know that, hey, they see a lot of people, you know, and everybody thinks they're going to be Warren Buffett or Oprah Winfrey. And that's just not it, baby. Like um, I always and I've said this. So if you listen to the show, you've heard this and I wish everybody gets this. I always look at an analogy of having a business as a hardware store, because that is what I think most people will remember when we thought about small businesses. There was always a small business hardware store in your neighborhood somewhere and they whole family worked at the store. You know, it was always because and that and they were able to put their kids through college and have a place, but they were never millionaires. Um, and then we start seeing franchising as the 2000s came on. We realized money grew, knowledge grew. But at the end of the day, being able to take care of your family and being able to do that and not have a job can be the goal. But you want to make, remember all those things like insurance. You want to remember all those things like a retirement plan. Um, I would always I always suggest to my new business owners when they get into business to look at what you love like what do you like doing but to also make sure you measure that with what makes sense for the times we live in currently like is your business going to make sense right now and and who's your competitors in that business um there in my business there's a million competitors and there's no disrespect to all of them but i knew when i did my business that um i was going to have to come on another type of direction because a lot of people and when I got in business, I was just strictly in entertainment. They were just scamming on entertainment. You know, it wasn't a lot of black people that actually had brick and mortars that had talent agencies um, and, and had a corporate system set up. Uh, most people was at their house saying, OK, so I knew that there was a formula for me that was going to work, that was going to set me in a place. So I wasn't worried about competitors, but I had to research my competitors. Um, and then I had to research the market and what that price was and how much money you would make a year and what would that look like? And if I could do that and I had to test the waters, you know, same thing with getting into the media and production. You know, what's the niche? There's a lot of media and productions. What's your niche? Uh, I love when I, when I have people say, well, you know, so-and-so is doing that. Why y'all don't do that? You need to do this. People want to give me advice about, you know, and, and same thing with your business. If somebody's giving you advice because they seen somebody doing it, you, they don't understand that you can't do exactly what somebody else is doing because you will fail. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Research allows for you to have the niche, the thing that you do. And so um, like Dijon, I think for your scrub line, the way that your scrubs are designed is so awesome. And I think it's so different. And that's the niche. And I feel like I feel like the, the ducks and the hearts and the baby fat and the Gucci that they put on the on the um, scrubs that's been done a million times, but I haven't seen what people done. I really just think for you, it's about publicity. People seeing more of your product um, because you're, I haven't seen people bring the edge to your scrubs. I can see all kind of spas with your scrubs. I can see all kind of nail techs with just your scrubs are so neat and so cute. I can see 
uh, clinics and people with your scrubs. Um, but I've seen a lot of people open up scrub business, no shade. And it's just like, okay, they get more designs and more colors. Oh, that's cute. You know? Um, but I think when I look at your business, Dijon, some research went into there, some love and passion went into it. It wasn't just like, oh, so-and-so making money off this, so I'm going to do this too because I'm a nurse. I can tell that this was something that you thought out. Would you say that? Yes, I definitely will say that I did a lot, a lot of research. Um, I definitely am. I am passionate um, about my scrubs and my uniforms just because I think and that is what will set people apart when it comes to, like you said, the competition, um, because now a lot of people when I first thought about um, making my own scrubs and uniforms, it wasn't a lot of there weren't a lot of people doing that. But as time has progressed, I see a lot of different people and women, you know, starting their own uniform um, businesses and scrub lines, which is great. I love it. But you do have to remember to stick to who you are and try to bring some originality to your business and your brand, because that is what is going to set you apart from the 10,000 other people. Um, and I definitely agree. Publicity does help <laughs> a lot. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it definitely does help a lot, but you definitely don't want to go and copy the next person or, you know, things right. like that because you want to be relatable and you want to have your own target audience. You don't want to go and be like, oh, that's working for her. So let me do the same thing because it nine times out of 10, it won't because they like her for what she does and who she is. So you just kind of got to find your own, like you said, niche, your own audience and things like that. So yeah, for sure. I saw a young lady and and a lot of y'all might have saw and for those of you who are on the pod being and, and Dijon, I love to know if you saw there was something on social media. It was about a young girl who had like four hundred thousand um followers and then she did a meet and greet and nobody showed up and people were questioning that on social media. They were like, her mama and them, her family didn't show up, her friends were her friends that this is fake. And I think the reason people on social media question the fact that nobody showed up so much because because we depend on social media so much, me and me included. Um, that they it it really bothered them to think that oh my god I'm not gonna be a millionaire off of social media like it bothered them to see this young girl there and had all these followers and even as she was taping nobody here where y'all at people were commenting her saying fans but they didn't choose to come out and spend money or want to be there with her and so I, I would tell you social media works um but for me I realized like in a couple other businesses that my name is not attached to I feel like I have done better there because just as much publicity that you can get, there are people who will purposely not buy in. They'll watch you all day, but they don't want to give you a dollar. They'll watch you all day, but they're not coming to celebrate you. And I and I and I was looking at somebody else that said well, they had reached a certain amount of followers. And I, and this again, a lot of these conversations become very sensitive to people when people think it's, it's towards them that I know. And, and these are just real conversations to help each other. But I I saw somebody they met a goal right. And they may be just lying to me, but yet you can't just spend certain money to for your next promotion or your next campaign. What does it benefit you to work so hard to get followers if they won't spend money? And I'm a witness. I am a witness. I'm a witness. This I'm a witness. And I thank God for it. And I hope God continue to bless me like this. But I don't be getting a lot of follower likes and all of that good stuff. But that don't stop clients from walking in. And I don't know. I know they watching. 
but they ain't always liking. I know they're trying because we get the customers. And when we ask them, they'll be like, oh, I heard about it on social media. Well, nobody never commented. So it's 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 a it's a will that you have to do. It's a way that you carry yourself. It's a way that you pray. It's a way that you believe that God is going to move the way he said he's going to move. If you move the way you say you're going to move. Faith without works is dead. And baby, that's the truth. You can't just say God is going to do it and you don't do anything about it. Um, social media is not 400,000 and a 200,000, 50,000 is great to have the ear, but baby, that don't mean that you're going to get the dollars. You have to put forth more. Um, it, it is helpful and people do. I, I, I got a client sold a whole bunch of makeup on social media, woke up, had a whole bunch of money in a bank account. Thankfully she heard about us and ran on down to do some advertisement and stuff and wanted to get some things together. And she is a true living story where social media helped her. But now that hoping and gasping is going to do it again. It's got to be other steps that's taken. And that's when you have to realize you got to give it all, all of you, not one area, all of you, the things, I mean, Dijon spoke to you are so right in the morning. Sometimes when I get up, I don't even want to go to work. My own job, they're like, when you love something, you don't get tired of it. That's a lie. I love what I, I love what I do, but it's, but it's, it is something to mentally prepare for every day. Every day you get up saying today, I have to make my destiny today. I live an intentional life, which means for me to be intentional, I have to have a plan for my day. A plan for my day is very crucial. It's very, it's, it's very different than if I went to go clock in for somebody, cause that person already got a plan for my day and there's nothing wrong with that. But when you are trying to put something together for yourself, you got to get up with a mind frame. You got to wake up like, this is going to be a great day. I know God going to work it out. Today we're going to do this and I am going to have what I say I'm going to have. You have to talk it into your life and you have to have that plan and be intentional. Today I got to go see this person because if I don't go see this person, this may be the very reason I don't get what I'm going to get on Tuesday. And I need Monday to make sense for Tuesday and Tuesday to make sense for Wednesday and Wednesday to make sense for Thursday. So on and so on when you walk in the shoes of an entrepreneur. Um, and that is just the life because... I was explaining to people about bills when you're an entrepreneur. You want to get as much stuff paid off as possible because every month is a different life. You, you know, you may not have what you have. Uh, uh, when you have a regular job, you can depend on certain things coming in. And if you still work a job as an entrepreneur, you still want to try to get things paid because the bills be killing you. I have lost huge because I invested in businesses. But if you have a million trillion bills, it hurts so much more because as an entrepreneur, you're not able to bring in those funds like if a nine to five was just going to click that check. And if you're an entrepreneur that's putting money aside, it's almost going into the same direction. Um, as you heard, Dijon said she puts money to the side to do these things. And then she has obligations like most of us to our children, to our spouses, to our everyday life, to, you know. And so it's really important to make a list of what are you willing to sacrifice? What is it for you? How hard are you willing to go? Is this a hobby? People say, well, how do you know if it's a hobby or if it's your business? Well, I can tell you know if it's a hobby, if you do it when you want to do it, when you feel like it, when you need a little bit of money, it's not, you're not, this is not your business. I don't care if you got an LLC. Everybody run around, I got an LLC. An LLC don't make it your business. That's a piece of paper. Do you get up saying today, Every day, I, every day, your mind has to be focused as a plan for that day. Every day. Or is it, I can do it when I get ready to do it. I can do it when I get ready to do it. That, that, that is the difference. Against all odds, against what people say, against what people think, against my nine to five, no matter what, when I get off. And people say, well, you need to work a job that's, you can, that's going. No, if you got to work nine to five, if you got to work uh, seven to three, if you got to work the midnight shift, it don't mean you 
you know, oh my God, I got to change my hours to fit. No, that just means whenever you get off, you got to go extra hard for yourself. That just, that's all it means. Right now, in the midst of me doing several things, I probably go to bed about three to four in the morning. I have to get up at six, six thirty. That's just my life. You know, I'm just hoping my bags don't show. It's just my life. I used to feel bad. People are like, you're not getting rest, but I'd be like, I got to get this rest. I got to get this rest. And I start thinking, I'll rest. I'm going to have plenty of rest when I die. Okay. I got to, I'm a rest. But right now I got to go for what I know because life is not guaranteed. And I want something really bad. And I start thinking, Yes, I'm going to self-take care of myself. I'm going to get those vacations. I'm going to get those weeks where I get my rest in. But on the day when it's time to go to work, I got to be up earlier than everybody. And I got to be out later than anybody working. You got to outwork yourself. And what that means is mentally, you've got to be able to say, this was the plan. This is what I put in place. Tomorrow it may fail. The next day it may work. I don't know. But against all odds, I'm going to give everything I got because I want it. Nobody's going to outwork me. Nobody's going to outsmart me. Nobody's going to have more confidence about what I do than me. And when people try to set you in place and tell you what you should be doing, just laugh. A lot of times somebody had got me so mad because they was you know, I'm in this situation with folk and I, somebody had got me so mad and I realized I had called them up. I had got hood on them. I had got back like my old self because a lot of people will think that you are, you know, just always so, you know, the people think when you love God, you just don't have a mean person in your bone in you. And they'll do, and I got back and I realized they laughed on the other end of the phone. They didn't care about what they had said. And it brought me back to reality. God said real quick, oh, you need to laugh too. And I, I realized can't nobody take me out of who I'm going to be. Nobody can't change my mood. Nobody can. I had to get back right and realize that nobody don't control my moods. Against all odds, I'll be and have what I need to have, no matter if I have a couple months or two years bad. Against all odds. Now, everybody don't have a story of Job, but we've all been in a place of Job. Everybody has lived a period like Job. We have not maybe been Job as a whole, but we've all had our Job moment. So you've got to realize, Judge, if you haven't had a Job moment, it's coming. It's coming. You can't even be complete until you have a Job moment. So at that at, at that time, it's nobody better than nobody. You got to be willing to fight yourself in a fight. You can't be fighting nobody else. You got to be willing to go to the ropes for yourself. You've got to will yourself in places. I listen to a lot of advice. I take a lot of people's advice, and some I really apply, and some I smile and. But at the end of the day, you got to know that you know that you know who you are, what works for you. And you got to be willing to go down fighting and kicking and screaming for what you have and then stand straight back up and go another direction so you don't have to have the fight this time. But if a fight comes, you got to know how to get through with it. And this is a secret. You're not going to win every fight. OK. Sometimes you're going to have to lay down. Um, not because you're getting the payoff to lay down, but sometimes you're going to have to lay down and hear what that fighter that's fighting you is thinking and saying to, to study and strategize what they're doing. So the next time when you get back up to fight, you know the moves. In business, everything is a strategy. And in business, when you're an entrepreneur, it is definitely related to your personal mental motivation and self-build. And you've got to know what you're willing to give up. I would say the first thing you should think about before you say you're going to be an entrepreneur is what am I willing to go without? How long am I willing to go without? Do I really care what people say about me? Is my mental frame, mindset, is it prepared to be talked about? Am I prepared to lose? Am I prepared to maybe possibly get a divorce? Am I prepared to, I'm telling you, I'm talking to you because am, because as, as an entrepreneur, if you're going to go for this thing, it's got to be against all. And Dijon, what would you say to that? I definitely agree. Um, 
like you said, you got to be able and willing to risk it all and know that you might wake up one day and have a million dollars. You might wake up one day and not have a million dollars, but that doesn't mean that it won't happen. And that doesn't mean that you stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you just got to, it's entrepreneurship. What I have learned is it's just all about risk. You got to be willing to take the risk. You got to be willing to fail. Um, You know, you just got to be willing to say, yeah, it didn't work out today for me, but maybe tomorrow will be better. So let me keep going. Let me. And like you said, you got to have a plan. You can't just be like, oh, today I'm going to do this and see how that works. Or, you know, just spare of, the, spare of the moment type situations. That just doesn't work. You definitely have to plan and execute. And sometimes when you execute that plan, it may not work. But then that's when you go back to the drawing board and you say, okay, well, that didn't work. So maybe this will work. So you just got to be willing and ready to sacrifice a lot when it comes to entrepreneurship, for sure. That is correct. That is correct. That's just the way the ball bounces. There's no other way to uh, digest it. It's, it's just the way the ball bounces. Um, right now, I want to go to uh, Fox Furs. If you've not heard of Fox Furs over on Candler Road, make sure you get over to Fox Furs where they sell not the fur, but the fox, baby. It brings out the fox in you. They have everything from fox sweaters to fox sweater boots to fox furs. And it is it can be worn in the fall time and it can be worn in the winter. So make sure you check out Fox Furs on Candler Road. Guys, um, one of the biggest things... Um, I, I found about the journey of um, entrepreneurship is that it is getting competitive even with people that's not in your field because entrepreneurship was never meant for us to compete. It was meant for us to be able to have freedom in what we do and to put money in, in on, you know, in our, our bank accounts. Um, so I always like to talk about uh what that looks like for you. You know, you get a piece of paper down and you decide what that looks like for you realistically. Like, uh, like Dijon was saying, like, okay, um, today I need to make $400 and the goal has to be, okay, I gotta make four. And so I only made 225 out of 400. Okay. So tomorrow then I got to add that 200 or that 175 I didn't make, I got to add it to my tomorrow's goal, which tomorrow's goal may be 300. So I got to add that to it to get a certain way of being able to see where your funds are coming from. Um, because in business, we got to make money. And so at the end of the day, you've got to understand that. And I, and I challenge all of you entrepreneurs who are doing business with other people to be, to do people the way you want to be done. And if you don't really know what, how you want to be done, if you're doing things and you don't know how you want to be done, um, then, then just call what you're doing a hobby. If you don't understand why you got to do certain things in business and you question other folk about the most basic thing, you know, if you don't want to sign contracts, but you want to create contracts, then you, you can't, come on now. You, you know, you've got to look at this thing in a way that you want to be treated and um, make sure that you're doing that because that is important to make sure that you, you are considering how you want to be treated so that you treat other people the same exact way. All right. Um, and I wanted to talk about the Justice League. The Justice League is 
over there located off of Fulton Industrial, and they have a new chapter. And if you're looking for someone who wants to be part of the Justice League, you can go on down there and register in person on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday between the hours of 9 and 5. That is the Justice League, and there's a real Justice League, baby, and that's over on Fulton Industrial. Make sure you check them out. If you want to make a difference in your community, if you want your voice to be heard, make sure you go down there on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Registration hours are between 9 to 5. That's the Justice League. So, Dijon, my question yeah. to you is, did you think that you were going to be a millionaire within your first year, or did you think, I just want to do what I love and I'm going to start doing it? Um, <laughs> no, I really didn't. Now, would I like for that to happen? Absolutely. Right. But I knew the risk and I knew, you know, that... I might not make one sale in my first year or I could make 10, but that, that for me was just like, it doesn't, for me, it didn't matter because this is what I wanted to do. I do love fashion. So it, it gave me the opportunity to be creative and bring, you know, some of my creativity to light. So yeah, no, I, I didn't think that I, now I, I would like for that to happen. I pray that it will, but <laughs> no, it right. was just so of me just wanting to have a creative outlet and you know just doing it for me if that makes sense right right um guys i am so sorry i i'm we're still live dijon on pod being um uh i apologize we're getting ready to go back on to the real on uh Oh, guys, I'm so sorry. I don't know what I was doing. We're getting ready to go back on Facebook. Uh, I hope it stayed my, my bad. Let me see. It's bad when you can't see, y'all. It's bad when you can't see. So, Dijon, what is your favorite place to get before you start your own business to get? your uh scrubs from that kind of motivated you to do this thing um honestly i didn't really have a favorite place there's so many different um scrub companies and uniforms out there i would honestly just shop at um i know we have i'm in new york state i'm not sure if they have them anywhere else but we have i believe it's called uniform advantage um mm -hmm. and they carry a bunch of different um brands of scrubs gray's anatomy um i think they have the i think it's called the hands they have a bunch of different um brands and things like that so i definitely like to go there and you know look at the different brands and you know try them on and things like that so yeah for sure well i um i want to just say again deity medical give us the website one more time so people can know where they can go yes you can um find us at www.deitymedicaluniforms.com um, it is D-E-I-T-Y medicaluniforms.com. Okay. And what's your Instagram? Our Instagram is Deity Medical Uniforms. That is our Instagram handle. Okay. Make sure you guys find them on social media and like them. Um, 
and uh, follow them and buy some scrubs, okay? Because y'all know we all wear scrubs. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So, DJ, are you familiar with the law of attraction? Um, I am a little familiar with it. I'm still learning, and you know, it's so many different. Um, how can I, it's so many different ways to it. I would love to learn more, but I'm not too familiar, just a little bit. Do you believe in a power? Can do you believe you can will yourself out of situations? Yes, I definitely do believe that. I believe that you have to, but you can will yourself out, but you have to be willing to put in the work. Mm -hmm. You yes. know, like you can't just expect something to happen you have to put in the work. So I definitely, definitely think, believe that. Yes. Um, I believe that you can will yourself. And, and of course I believe in God. So prayer is, is big. Prayer is yes. big, big, big for me. But I believe that mentally when you tell yourself that you can, you can, you can, you can, um, I'm a positive person, but I have a lot. I, I sometimes I tell my husband, like, I'm a little dark. If people saw what was going on in my brain, they'd be like, what in the heck? <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm a positive person, but I'm positive because I'm always fighting not to be so dark, you know, but I'm definitely one of the, and what I mean by that is that I'm always thinking that there's evil people out in this world. Um, you know, I, I stay ready, so I don't have to get ready. And so people might say I'm paranoid sometimes, but I'm believe me, I'm seeing Jackie, Johnny, and all of them come from all the directions. I'm looking in the back car, see, you know, and that might be a little bit because I was a soldier. I don't know, but I'm always thinking, like I'm thinking. My husband be like, he always got this comment that he sees something online where he's like, "You the lady that wake up in the middle of the night and say, hey, where's my birth certificate at?'" <laughs> he said, "Because I'm always thinking, like I'm always thinking." And so I have this inner will, and I didn't even know I had it. I've been in a lot of bad situations in life. And I would just feel like I'm a fail. Like I, it, I'll be at the end of a situation where it's just like for most people, they're they're taken out and I will fight out. I will get out of it. And and, and I won't even know why, why, what I don't I wouldn't even know where the strength came from to will myself out of that. But I feel like it was inside of me because I believe that I can do anything I put my mind to. Um, I remember after a bad situation, I was in a depressed, depressed mood. I was. Uh, they say I may have been in the tub for two days and my bed, my oldest son was really small. And I, when I came to where uh, people was helping me, I, he was, he had been there with me for two days and y'all probably one of the scariest moments uh, ever. I was, I, I just blinked. I don't know. It was bad. One of those bad episodes from my prior life, um, of, uh, going through domestic abuse and I was in that tub and. And I really honestly believe because of the will I have inside, because of my faith in God, because of me knowing that the next day could be very different than the day before, that something inside me clicked to to come back, you know, to come back to to life. I believe your self will is just like 50 said. It's a confidence. It's, it's, it, and some can say it's an ego. It's a knowing. And it can also be shattered where you have to build that back up. But you should always be putting never let 
people tell you who you are and never let the stress of your job or the struggle of what you're building or the stress of being a parent or the stress of not having and wanting to have more, the stress of not knowing how to budget, tell you you're, you're not worthy. You know, um, today we have all these mental health issues and, and I think you should always go and get help and get medication and get counseling. Um, and always in the midst of you, the counseling that you're receiving, counsel yourself, talk to yourself, tell yourself that you're worthy. Tell yourself because there'll be days that you won't feel worthy. There'll be days that you'll be like, I've been doing this too long. It'll be days that you'll feel like I'm not as good as people think I am. It'll be days that you'll think back to, you know, who you used to be or what you or who you feel you really are that people don't see. So you always got to talk on those days that you got strength. You got to talk to yourself, you know, and you always have to remember that you can do anything that you put your mind to. You can do anything, you know, and that doesn't mean that you blink your eyes and, and you're going to be, uh, you know, the next uh, uh, millionaire. It just means that you have to be ready to go down that road. You have to be ready, geared up. It just means that through each mistake that you tumble through, you figure out what did you learn from this mistake. Put it down. Don't just be embarrassed about it. Put it down. It, it means that you can't waste time on folk that don't have nothing better to do than to just uh, waste your time. It, it means that it's okay if you don't have a friend there. It doesn't mean anything. It's okay if you don't get to drink and go out and party every day of the week. It's okay if you miss a whole bunch of thing, moments that people think is important. As long as you are doing what you need to do and what you want to do to be able to push your agenda, your dream, and keep your mental health, your, your, your strength that you need. Because self-will is real. It is really, really, really real. I mean, um, I've been married, but I've been a single parent, like I said. Um, and on both ends, you know, my husband deployed a lot. My, 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 this husband I'm with, he deployed a lot in the beginning. Sometimes it would feel like the days of being a single parent, but I've been a single parent in some bad moments and bad times. And I will tell you, uh, through prayer, I found my strength. And that is where I found my will for every day, you know. Um, sometimes people don't want to tell their bad moments, but I, you know, I haven't told all my bad moments cause I want y'all to come and join me and pay to listen to all my bad moments. But I, but I'm a real person. And so I, I think it's funny when people think that self-will is money, money got nothing to do with self-will, you know, you would never, you, you'll hear that through self-will, you can get a lot of places. Now there's a lot of people like Trump that's they may cut me off on here if I say his name like Trump, that we all thought, I did too, y'all. I really thought Trump had made his money. I ain't know Trump daddy gave him a million dollars and told him to go do what he needed to do. We don't have that type of situation. But there are a lot of people that will make you think because they talk like you. They talk tad. They don't talk good English. Their grandma is over. I'm not talking about Trump, but maybe I am. But they'll make you think that they're like you. Um, and, 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 and let me tell you, this got nothing to do with race because we all in this game together. Being broke, struggling. Having uh, breakdowns, this got nothing to do with race. We are, it's human, the human race. We all are in a place where days and moments of your life, they challenge you, where you want the very best for your children, but you don't know if you're going to be able to give them the very best and you just go in and sometimes you, you settle because you just want to make sure your people can eat and you, you know, we all go through. But at the end of the day, that prayer that you, when you fall down and you pray, whether it's once a day, twice a day, three times a day, whatever, however you do it, it, it needs to also remind you of who you really are. 
and the strength that you have in yourself. God lives in us. And so you have to remember, you have to, when people, I used to didn't understand when they used to talk about the temple, like your temple. I'm like, what is the temple? Why your temple? Why it has to be clean? I really didn't understand that because that's the place where he's living inside of you. He don't want to live in you if you are dirty, your mind all, you know, that's, that's, that's the place where your inner strength comes from. And you got to find that inner strength. You've got to find that inner strength and you've got to find that self-will to get you through anything. And you have to remember that everything is a process. So you can't just be the world's greatest everything if you're not together inside. If your heart not right, if you haven't forgiven people, forgiven yourself, if you haven't looked and said, I, I do a lot of ugly stuff. I got to get myself together. You're not going to be able to just make it through different things. You don't wonder why you get to a certain level of success and fall back down. Why you get to a certain level of happiness and then get back depressed because there's things you got to work out every day. I'm working on myself because I realize I have a struggle. I struggle with things and I have to work on myself because I know that the next level to get there, I, I have to be able to fix that. Um, and I'm getting there um, and letting go of people, letting go of of, of, of the fight that you don't have to fight so that you can have the energy for the fight you do got to fight is, is part of the battle. Against all odds, baby, you can do anything you put your, your mind to. You can will yourself into any situation. You can pray yourself. Having faith is a self-will component. Or I should say self-will is a component of having faith. And you need that self-will to be able to get you to places that people think you could never go to, that you could never think you could go to. Um, and so, um, today I hope that you guys took into account Dijon Bone's story. Young mother started a very unique and nice, uh, scrub business that I'm sure she's going to be adding other types of uniforms to. Um, and she did it with her own money, putting it to the side. She talked about manufacturing, design. She did that by herself, y'all. You know, y'all be just going to get templates for stuff and be just talking about you just, you know. Y'all just ordered off. And ain't no wrong with drop shipping because I'm in the drop shipping. But this baby went and had this stuff done, found a manufacturer. I mean, out of her own money, you know. And so you can do anything. The, the real thing is not giving up on yourself against all odds. Taking breaks, pivoting, that's not giving up. Shifting some things, getting a couple extra jobs, riding Uber. That None of that is giving up. All of that is to see it through. So against all odds, Make sure that you keep going for what you want, willing yourself into situations that you want, seeing that anything you want can be yours. It may not look like it is on the paper when you wrote it, but be able to realize when you receive what you asked for, because sometimes I know I'm guilty of that. I won't even see God gave what I asked for because it didn't come packaged in the pink bow. I thought it was going to come in. So I'm like, oh, and then I think back, oh, God gave it to me. I did that already. You know, uh, make sure you are aware of that. Dijon, uh, would you like to leave yeah. something, something positive or anything? Would you like to leave with them? Um, I would just like for people to know and understand, um, just doubling back on what you were talking about with mental health. Um, I think people should know and understand that it is okay to seek help for your mental health. Um, because if you're not in a good space mentally, sometimes it may feel like or seem like you can't get out of a tough situation or whatever situation you may be in. Um, so I want people to know it is okay to go to counseling. 
man or female, black, white, blue, purple, it is okay to go to counseling. Um, it is okay to say, hey, I need help with this. I need help with that. Like that is okay because I think um, a lot of times people, and, and even myself, you forget that you're human. You have to give yep. yourself grace um, because every day is a new day and every day doesn't always go how we would want it to be or how we would expect it to be. And that could be disappointing, you know? So just remember to always give yourself grace and don't be afraid to ask for help. So, yes. Yeah, it's excellent advice. Excellent, excellent advice. I appreciate you, uh, Miss Bones, for coming on with us yes, uh, today for, for sharing me. your journey. Yes, and so um, I hear them out there trying to clap again for you. They out there. Ah, there they go. They clapping for you, They be clapping a lot of time, too. Okay, clap clapping. I ain't hating. I ain't hating. <laughs> and now they laugh. Look, no, I appreciate you so uh, much. Thank you, Dijon, for coming Thank on. Thank you. Um, I just want to, I want to leave with the audience um, to make sure you go check out um, Dijon Bones, uh, deity. Uh, medical uniform she gave her Instagram out is actually the name so it should be very easy to find support go look and see if you can buy something for somebody if you don't need scrubs or, or like and follow she gives good information out on the site and for you guys to know it's Thursday it's consistent I'm proud of myself it took us two years to be consistent because I do so much we do so much filming for other people I wanted something casual something I felt comfortable in um, I would love to interview you if you're interested in being interviewed all you have to do is Send Irvin at e-linetv.com that you have, uh, you want to be interviewed. I'll look at what you do or what you want to share and see if it fits into what we're talking about. Remember, this show is about motivation. It's about entrepreneurship. It's about uh, living a more intentional life and being inspired uh, while you do that. And so I appreciate all of you that tune in. Um, and I appreciate all of you that uh, were on uh, the, the live. I do want to say um, that for you guys who are here because you love that journey, it is, we do, I love God, but we do explore all music and all conversations. So there is not going to always be a show without cursing. You may hear um, like we, we did a, a music um, thing this earlier and it had cursing, it was explicit. So just so you guys will know, um, you know, it's always going to be positivity given, but you may hear some different words. So just that disclaimer right then and there. And you can catch this show a replay back on Podbean or iHeartMusic, Spotify, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Listening Notes, Eline, um, and Roku, New Money Vision. Um, you can catch this recap of this show with all of the little funny things if you weren't on here live um, with us. Um, and that's what I have for you. It is Thursday. It's Thursday. And I'm your girl Wilson A and we had the beautiful Dijon Bones with us and it is over. It's a wrap. You guys get some sleep tonight. Thank you for joining us. Have a great, great, great evening. Bye-bye. Bye. bye. bye y'all have a great evening, guys. <laughs>